welcome to the 51st episode of Everything Under the Sun, a weekly podcast answering all the most pressing questions children around the world have about life on Earth. My name is Molly, and today I have three questions. They're about dew, bubbles, and hiccups. Now for our first question, which comes from Maggie. Hi, Maggie. Hello, my name's Maggie, and I am six, and I like and riding my bike and my question is what is dew? That's a really really great question Maggie. Have you walked outside in the morning with bare feet and got them all wet? That's because of dew as you know. Dew will also be on the leaves of plants and trees around you but as you asked me what is dew? Well, dew is made up of tiny drops of water. To understand how it gets there, you have to think about water and the way water can be three different things. Water can be a liquid, so that's like a drink of water or a river, the ocean. Water can also be solid, like ice. And water can also be a gas, which we call water vapour. You can see water vapour around yourself after you have a hot bath. Then the air in the bathroom will be full of water vapour and be all steamy. Or maybe when you boil a kettle full of liquid water, you'll see water vapour coming out of the kettle as it boils. At night... There's lots of water vapour in the air. Well, when this cools down as the temperature of the air drops, when the sun has gone away for the night, then the water vapour in the air touches cool surfaces like grass and plants and it turns into a liquid, which we call dew. The temperature it needs to be for dew to form is called the dew point and it's different in different places around the world. In the tropics, they get lots and lots of dew on the grass in the morning as there's lots of water vapour in the air to cool down into dew overnight when things cool down. If it gets really cold, like here in England during the winter, instead of dew, you might see frost in the morning on the grass and the plants and even your car. Then the grass is all covered in glistening frost and crunches under your shoes when you go out in the morning. I hope that answers your question, Maggie. Our next question is about bubbles and it comes from Joanna. Over to Joanna. Hello, my name is Joanna. I live in Barrow in the southern highlands of New South Wales in Australia. I am nearly seven years old and I like writing, drawing and spelling. My question is, when you blow bubbles, why do they pop when you touch them? Thanks, Joanna, for your excellent question. To answer it for you, I have writer, physicist, oceanographer and all-round excellent bubble expert called Helen Zertsky. She knows all about bubbles and she's written a book called Bubbles, a Ladybird Expert Book, all about them. She's here to answer your question about why bubbles pop. Over to Helen. Hi Joanna, thanks for your question. My name's Helen and I study the bubbles that are in the ocean. The reason that soap bubbles pop when you touch them is that a soap bubble is made of two layers. It's got an inside one and an outside one. So the bubble is made of water, but it can't actually touch the air because it's got a layer of soap on the outside and a layer of soap on the inside. And the bubble is perfectly happy as long as those two layers, the outside and the inside, don't touch. But if you put your finger through it, then they touch and then the bubble will pop like a balloon. But there is a way to do it without letting the bubble pop. What you do is 
You make sure you've got a wet fingers, so dip your hand in some water and then very carefully touch the bubble. And if you've got wet fingers, then you'll be able to put your finger through the bubble without popping it. But even if you don't touch the bubble, what will happen is that the thin layer of water between the inside and the outside will drain down to the bottom. So the bubble at the bottom will get thicker and at the top it will get thinner. And eventually up at the top, the inside and the outside will touch because the bubble is so, so thin. And then the bubble will pop itself. And when it comes to how thin bubbles are, they are super thin. So one of your hairs, for example, is probably 50 microns thick. So that's 50 millionths of a meter. It's really, really thin. And a bubble is probably 50 times thinner than one of your hairs. So they're super, super thin. And their thickness also determines their color. So when you look at a soap bubble and you see all those lovely colors, the pinks and the greens, the reason you get different colors is that the bubble is different thicknesses. And so as it drains and as it gets thicker and thinner in different places, you see different colors. And what that means is that you can't see every color on the bubble. You can only see some of them. So there's lots of pinks and greens because they're easy for a bubble to make. But there's also lots of colors you don't see. So you won't ever see a rainbow on a bubble. Even though bubbles in the air are awesome, there are other bubbles underneath the water and they make sound. So they're even better. When you pour a drink and you hear it go, those sounds are little bubbles forming and dolphins really love bubbles partly because of the sound they make so dolphins use bubbles as toys so bubbles are awesome which is why your question was brilliant and i hope that that answers it thanks so much helen for telling us about why bubbles pop i love that dolphins use bubbles as toys they make bubble rings by churning up the water with their fins then blowing into the swirling water by blowing air out of their blowholes this helps them make a hole in the swirling water and then a bubble ring They play with the ring like a toy, flipping it around, swimming through it. They even make a few different rings and join them together. How clever is that? Brilliant use of bubbles by dolphins. I hope that answers your question, Joanna. And now for our third question, which is about hiccups. And it comes from Charlie. Hi, Charlie. Hi, Molly. My name is Charlie. I live in London and I'm nine years old. I like playing football and cricket. My question is, why do we get hiccups? Thanks. Bye. Hi, Charlie. Thanks for sending me your great question. Hiccups come when your diaphragm, which is the muscle below your ribs that separates your chest from your abdomen and it helps you breathe, what happens is it contracts and closes your vocal cords, making you make a hick sound of a hiccup. But why do we get them? Well, nobody really knows why we get hiccups, even though most people get them. Doctors think that a few things might cause them. Perhaps if you're feeling stressed out, if you feel a strong emotion like you're really excited. And the most obvious reason why you get hiccups might be from eating and drinking a lot, perhaps too quickly, and drinking fizzy drinks. It's likely hiccups are your body's way of getting air out of your system. Babies hiccup a lot, perhaps because they swallow air when they drink milk. They need to hiccup to get it out or burp. You have to help a baby to burp after drinking milk by gently patting its back until the wind comes out. Chewing gum might also give you hiccups because when you're chewing, you might swallow air and hiccups could be your body's way of getting that air out of your system. But oddly enough, we don't know for sure why we get hiccups. But if you do get them, don't worry, they don't last long. Some things that might help you get rid of them are drinking water quite quickly, holding your breath, drinking water while hanging your head upside down, biting on a lemon, And some say thinking about bald men, but I can't see how that could work. Very rarely, people can hiccup for months. 
this is so unusual you'd have to see a doctor if it happened. One cure for this is supposedly putting your finger up your bottom. But I wouldn't do that last one if I were you. I hope that answers your question, Charlie. Right, that's it for this week. Wishing you all a very lovely week. A huge thank you to Helen for talking to us about bubbles and why they pop. And of course, a big thank you to Joanna, Maggie and Charlie for this week's questions. A big thank you to Ash Gardner at House of Strange for the theme song and audio networks for all the lovely incidental music we use this week. I'll be back next week answering more questions from children around the world in another episode of Everything Under the Sun. Do send in your questions. There's information about how to do that on the show's website, Everything Under the sun.co.uk if you like the show please do rate review and subscribe and tell all of your friends about the show and get them sending in their questions too you can even do it as a class project just for fun get your whole class to say a whole question all together i look forward to hearing your questions and thank you for listening i hope you have a lovely bubbly week thank you and goodbye (laughs) 